Hey, this is Jordan Belfort, the real Wolf of Wall Street, and you're listening to the Anthony Rogers Show. The guy, yeah. The guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is um, the Philippines episode of the show, where we're going to talk to a guest about going to the Philippines. So, um, where do we start with this? Um, so, a long flight. Long flight. Uh, so you flew out. You went to uh, Seattle for New Year's. Seattle's where um, most people fly, you know, leaving the West Coast, going, you know, I guess you would say West to East, because Asia and Southeast Asia is for the east on our globe. If you cut it and made it a world map, like we're shown in school and stuff like that. How many days were there? Uh, few. Um, okay, so you get off the plane. So let's, let's, we'll get you to Philippines. Yeah, you get off the plane. What, what, yeah, yeah. Where, 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 uh, I'm in Korea, I guess, and you went yeah, to... Yeah, so Korea... You got the plane in Korea, yeah, and then you went to... Uh, you fly to Korea. The It's a big jet. Um, flew American to get to Korea. Korea's airport's chaos. Everybody's so serious. You're afraid that, like, you're going to say something wrong and, and, and get, you know, detained or... Or locked up, or something like that, you know. Uh, Were you in North Korea? Yeah, South Korea. No, <laughs> still same feeling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, no, nothing, nothing. To, you know, no disrespect to the uh, Korean people, but they're dry. Um, you know, maybe they had, you know, a lot to go through. They, they, they've been through a lot, you know. And uh, so, you, 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 you look at like, you know, a country that's been through so much turmoil, and you see, you see it and the people, you know. They're cool. They're very rich. They flaunt. Their airport has, like, some of your top name brand stores, you know. Uh, uh, what was it? Saint Saint Laurent? I think it's Saint Laurent. I'm too poor to know what that means. Yeah, it's like, like we don't even have it over here. Yes. Uh, I mean, we do, but you won't see it unless you're in a major city. So then you went to the Philippines after that? Yeah, yeah. So, so what did you do when you got to find the Philippines? The Philippines, I, I, I had no clue what the fuck was going on. You never hear that. You never hear just like somebody who's like, I have no fucking clue. I had no fucking clue. We had no clue. Yeah, uh, I traveled with another person. We had no fucking clue. We uh, made this trip a uh, a uh, off the cuff type trip. Uh, no reservations, uh, no plans, no destination. Just uh, kind of play it as you go, you know. And uh, so hopped off the plane, <clears throat> stood in a damn two-hour line in the airport just to get through this little border patrol type deal at the airport, you know, and, and you had to show them your passport and let them know, you know, like where, where you're from and all that stuff. And then you're kind of released. But it kind of felt like Mexico, you know. It was all professional until you're released and then it's just chaos, you know. <laughs> you see people walking around, you know, probably, I don't know, it's different. It's, all right, never mind. I'm going to take that back. It's not the same as Mexico. Mexico... There was a lot of there was a lot of activity that you don't see. So were you like the same like Balaras places or your huts or what were we doing? Um, it depends. So I had a reservation for a place in I believe it was Karkar or Cebu City, and it was called the Flying Fish. It was a hostel. It was supposed to be like ten dollars a night. You know. <laughs> We get there, my buddy and I make it there about 3 a.m. You know, we've been flying for like 17 hours, 18 hours. We make it there. We get there, and the lady's like, yeah, yeah, we got your reservation, you know, blah, blah, blah. And uh, she shows us the room. It's one bed, like one twin bed. 
and we both look at each other and we're exhausted from the fucking trip and we're like, not, not gonna happen. You got a beer? And she said, yes, we had beer. So we sat there for a good hour and just drank beer. Um, she didn't have change for pesos, which we exchanged in Korea for a cost that you don't, I mean, you, you get, you get taxed in the airports during currency exchanges and stuff, um, but we still had exchange to have some cash, you know. Um, but we get to this hostel, and it's like 2 o'clock in the morning, and people are still partying, real cool people. Met a couple of people there, and it was nice, had, had some fun. Um, but she didn't have change, you know, so ended up having to, like, lose money or sit there and drink our money's worth of beer. Because, you know, I mean, you know, I'm not rich, so... You know, we we had to just drink the beer, you know, and uh, and then we're drunk and we're like, yeah, I mean, we have no place to stay here, you know, we're at a hostel drinking their beer that we were supposed to be staying at, had no clue where the fuck we were at, everything was dark, nothing, we had nothing, we had no clue, and uh, and I think we had asked her or I had asked the lady like, is there any way we can get a room anywhere else? And she suggested this place across the highway called Alicia's. It's called Alicia's. It's like long-term living, short-term living, um, you know, night by night or month by month, whatever, you, whatever you'd like, you know. And, and we went over there, and they had a room for us. Uh, pretty nice hotel. Um, uh, I think we paid... $30 a, a night per room, uh, had a nice pool, complimentary breakfast, you know, <laughs> fresh cooked complimentary breakfast, but the, the fresh cooked complimentary breakfast is definitely different than what you see in America. Would you have? Um, they're, they're big fans of small hot dogs over there. <laughs> really? <laughs> to be honest with you, they're, they're, big, they're big fans of small hot like dogs. Like sausages or uh, No, but actually like, like, a, like, a, like, like a hot dog with smaller? Like a hot, hot dog with smaller. That's true. Uh, you know, a little spicy, um, and they barbecue, you know. Uh, so you had tiny hot dogs for breakfast? Tiny hot dogs, eggs, um, and I can't remember the, the rest of it, but uh, some coffee that was just, I don't know what to say about that. But So they had a smoking section down there. I met a few Australians. And, and, and so there's a lot of Australians in the Philippines because Australia is uh, extremely close. To super close, yeah. So, yeah and, and their economy is not doing that well and this and that. And they, they try to leave their their, their country for a even shittier economy, I guess. I don't know. We try to make themselves feel better, but um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, and but it was great. We had a pool, swam, um, had a buddy that I flew with. As soon as we touched down, uh, he started drinking. He didn't stop drinking for about two and a half days. <laughs> I uh, I uh, didn't know where he was at one morning. I woke up, so I. Uh, I left the room and I was like, well, you know, I need to find him. His phone's here, his wallet's here, everything's here. So we're on like the 13th or 14th floor and I come down the elevator. I open up the elevator. The elevator door opens up and I see him standing there confused as shit, no shoes on, and he peed himself completely. And he was lost and didn't know how to work an elevator. <laughs> so that was like the first fucking, oh my fucking God, this, this is fucking crazy. Like... Or, you know, and, and, and no one really spoke much English, which Philippines is an English-speaking country. It's, it's like, you know, the, the Filipino people learn English in their grammar school growing up through school, but, like, 
not too many people really get the privilege to go to school and actually finish school or, you know, their, their high school education is equivalent to maybe our middle school, um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's what it is. But um, I gathered him, I gathered our thoughts, um, talked to a dude named, um, hold on, it's a funny name, i got to remember it, uh, Dom. His name was Dom, <laughs> all right, and he's Filipino, he is dual citizenship, I believe, in the United States, so that's a, he spoke decent English, we were able to talk, and, and he, he suggested we go up north to um, a coast up north on the island of Cebu, and and it was less tourist, fun, you know, no waterfalls. And I really, you know, we, we were discussing, you know, trying to find these hidden waterfalls while we were in the Philippines. So we had this plan to go up north and everything like that. You know, boom, we're ready to go. We, we got one more night. We're like, we're waking up tomorrow and fucking heading north, you know. Uh, we woke up that next morning. Wait, actually, there's a lot that happened before that next morning. So, well... Save that. Before we went to Mobile, there's a story that happened in Cebu City, and I'll get back to that. I think it'll tie in really well with the end of the story. So, shit goes down. We wake up. I see the dude that told me to go north. He said the south ain't shit. I told him, hey, see you, man, we're going south, you know, and and he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, exactly. We weren't supposed to go to Mango Square last night. We were supposed to go to IT Park. We went to Mango Square. It changed everything. Um, and not for the better. Um, so we were on this, this turn of, like, n- not like not really a plan, but against all plans. And that, that kind of started to trip, this no plan. And then we have recommendations. Well, fuck <laughs> recommendations. We're doing the opposite. That's kind of what... That's funny. That, that's, that's where this whole thing led into. And um, so we're like, fuck it, you know, let's go. So we pack up. Found out we already paid for another night, and we didn't even know it. So it was kind of funny, you know, cheap. You know, we got done with that, checked out, and told them we'd be back. But I knew I wouldn't be back because they probably saw my buddy fucking with piss-soaked clothes the day before, and I didn't want to embarrass <laughs> ourselves any more than we already have, you know. Um, but so we left took a Uber so Uber they have they have you know they used to have Uber in the Philippines and now they have um, an equivalent called Grab so it's, you get a Grab app you can order you a ride it's, it's very inexpensive so we grabbed from the hotel in Cebu City to the to the bus station the southbound bus station it's uh, five miles away we spent 150 peso, and for anyone who doesn't understand currency exchange, 150 peso is approximately three U.S. dollars um, for both of us to get to the bus station. You know, about five miles away. We hopped this bus, and uh, and we didn't know. We have no fucking clue. We've only been to the Philippines for like three days. <laughs> we have no clue where we're going. We have no clue. You know, who's who, if they're going to rob us, if they took our money and we're going to some other place, we have no, we, we have no clue. Um, so we hopped the bus, cool, it was working out well. Um, it's the only place that I've ever been that takes three and a half hours to go about 60 kilometers. And 60 kilometers in U.S. miles would be about 45 miles, maybe. <laughs> 40 miles took us three and a half hours. 
but granted, we're going through this island and, and we're, you know, at elevation changes, you know, multi, mul multiple kilometers up and, and the roads are just, you know, you're, you're making a left around this, this, this switchback curve and you're like, your bus tires inches from falling off a cliff. It's just, you know, your, your heart's just racing because you're just not used to it, you know, this and that. You know, people are flying by you on motorcycles. It's a, it's a wild experience. And then, um, so we finally make it to Mobile. And that's a city on the south coast of, or I'd say it's about three quarters of the way down the, the island of Cebu, um, on the opposite side of the island than Cebu City is. And we get off, and we have no clue where the fuck we're going. We, and again, you know, we rolled this out to where we had no idea where we were staying. Um, you know, we didn't, we we had no clue. Um, so we 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 Googled. You know, we had internet service. We Googled a hostel and mobile and ended up being a hostel right on the beach well it was four kilometers from where the bus dropped us off so we're just standing there like tourists with backpacks and uh this guy about 55 years old and hollered at us he's like you need a ride and i was like hell yeah man let's go you know and i told him where we're going and then he takes us over to this it's called tuck tuck or tug tug or something like that it's a motorcycle with a welded on cart next to it with another tire you know and and um, I'm like well fuck you know when in Rome I guess you just jump in and fucking tug tug you know so I jumped in and tug tug and, and we're bouncing up and down these shitty streets you know and they, they, they don't have the income you know or the, or, the, or the funding that we have you know to to make these uh, roads the way you know the way that you know they could be or should be so we get down to this hostel. It's really cool. They offer you a beer. I mean, everywhere you go in the Philippines, people are drinking beer. Um, they're very happy people. They're, um, it's amazing. But anyway, so we hop into this tug-tug, get down here at this little hostel, and all they have available is one bed and a hammock. So I'm like, well, shit. My buddy, you know, didn't get much sleep, and we'll talk about that first few nights at the end of the story, like I said. Um, but I had uh, I had a few I had a few hours and I felt good. I told him I'd take the the, um, the hammock. So that night we kind of drank a little bit. Uh, didn't stay up too late. Got some sleep and then you know we wanted to kind of establish our our surroundings and or just understand where we were at you know the next day. So I didn't sleep worth a fuck. The hammock was fucking itchy as fuck. I. Uh, Almost fell out of the damn thing like three times. It was it was not like the hammocks you usually sleep in. Um, it was two boards with stuff strung across it. You lean <laughs> one way, you're fucking gone. So um, ended up ended up sleeping a little bit. Got up at like two o'clock and couldn't go to sleep. Well, there's nothing to do on this little this little. It's a diving city. So like it's one of the number one diving locations in the world where people go scuba diving and this and that and um, and you know there, there was no one up there's no late night activity I guess at, at 2.30 um, but I was on the wrong part there was trust me late night uh, partying but um, we found that out later but there there was um, there was nothing to do I had no clue what the fuck I was at so like I was just like trying to wash my face or I didn't even know what was going on I was in shock a bit because I've been some weird hostel that I have no clue where the fuck I'm at. I have no amenities. I have nothing. I have like a cold spigot that, you know, just kind of flows when it wants. And I, you know, I just, I mustered up the energy to go ahead and, 
and just try to hose myself off a little bit to feel awake and eventually my buddy gets up to him causing commotion you know but um, we go ahead and, and get up it's like 4.45 um, oh prior, prior to this day we went and got scooters so we went and got a couple motorcycles um, in this small town uh, before that night and ended up paying eight dollars for 24 hours which is uh, 400 peso <laughs> um, which was a hell of a deal I'm like yes every day that I'm here I'm paying eight dollars for transportation you know and um, and so we agreed the next day because we were up I, I had him up he was pissed but he got some sleep at least on that side and stuff so we got up and there was this it was that night we were talking to some locals I don't know. Anthony, answer some questions. There, I mean, I'm, I'm the only yeah, yeah, yeah. so, so, so the night before that first night sleeping, we ended up going to a bar called Seven Seas, and and we sat down and had a couple Red Horses. So Red Horses, their local beer, one of their local beers, and they also have Sam Miguel and Sam Miguel Light. But Red Horse is a 6.9% ABV beer that tastes like uh, a Michelob Ultra. Um, you you don't know you're three or four into them and you're shit based, and uh, that's pretty much how it how it goes down, you know. And uh, so we went and uh, talked to somebody about you know a location or I googled a location called White Beach, and White Beach was really really cool, um, you know, on the pictures and everything like that. And you know, from what I gathered, it was it was a destination you know nearby that would be fun by motorcycle to get there. So. We were up, we're talking, okay, well, let's just go to White Beach, you know, and get breakfast there or whatever. So, it was a great idea. We took off, it's about a 10-kilometer ride down to, or up the coast, north, and uh, we ended up getting to some cut-off roads, and we didn't know where we were going. There was no real street signs. It's, you got chickens crossing the roads, dogs sitting watching you drive by. It's a, it's a, it's a wild deal, and, and we're just zooming by and kind of keeping our eyes open for signs or whatever, and... We ended up missing it three times, ended up on the coast next to some, like, shipwrecks and all kinds of, you know, really neat things, but, you know, had no clue where the hell we were at. We ended up finding what was so-called White Beach, and it was, like, outside of this small little community that provided, like, a breakfast, and they lived where they cooked. It was kind of, it was kind of, uh... We had this uncomfortable feeling like we weren't supposed to be there, but we were so welcomed. But you feel like you're walking through somebody's home where they're sleeping just to cut through to the beach. Or you don't, I mean, it's just so weird, you know. And, and there's these ladies over there, I, and my buddy calls them pot ladies, but they set up, you know, small buffets and for 100 peso, which is about two bucks you can eat, you know, whatever you want, you know. And we do that. We drank a beer. Uh, granted, it's about 7 a.m., uh, watch the sunrise. The beach is white because of seashells. It's not white sand. It's actually tan sand, and the whole beach looks white because of broken uh, shells. So it's very rough to walk on. <laughs> um, we're just like fuck, you know. The water was blue and crystal clear as can be, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't, you know, what we thought. And and but it was still beautiful. Granted, I mean, place a place that we've never seen before, stunning. So we we come. This is before we ate. We came back. And we walked through somebody else's home, and we didn't even know it because the home, these homes, you know, were just, you know, bamboo columns 
with like lean to walls and you think it's just like hangout areas but then you see the amenities which were no hardly amenities at all in this in this in this room and you're like well I just walked through there and the people wouldn't say anything they just look at you and kind of smile and I'm just like well I guess I'm doing everything right and then like later you see them put their walls up and it's like wow I just walked through somebody's house you know and you felt bad you know uh, <laughs> so they you walk through their house they'd smile at you like it was cool and then they'd like put up their walls afterwards yeah <laughs> I, I saw them put it up like they <laughs> Like, damn, you know, and just like walking through people's houses on the beach. Like, yeah, I got got caught in a rainstorm there, so we ended up just drinking a few more beers, and then uh, we we decided after the rain stopped to mosey on back to uh, Mobile and actually find out about this little diving community that we were staying in, and uh, we actually found across the street from the hostel that we stayed in because I knew I wasn't staying at the hostel another night, and if I did, I needed a bed. I wasn't going to sleep in a hammock. It was itchy, you know, and you have spiders, lizards, freaking all kinds of stuff all over the place, so, like, I'm tripping all night thinking shit's crawling all over me and it's just a bad fabric or just an mm-hmm. itchy, itchy fabric. It's probably, you know? old, it's probably Oh, it was, right? probably, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I tell you, I took a shower and this little spigot thing and I saw a centipede come flying out. And just yeah. like, oh, fuck. You're in the fucking tropics. I mean, yeah, you yeah. fucking have a bunch of... Oh, yeah. There was a gato, or a cat sitting on our porch. Cat and dogs just run around, like, you know, I mean, they're they're... they're they're still free. They're still free, but they're not. They're, they're somebody's cat or dog, but they're actually free, <laughs> you know, and it, and it works out well. They, they, they know where their home is, and they come back to their home. It's kind of it's kind of wild, you know. And so what's the craziest thing that's happened, like, there? Um, what would you say? Like, at what level? Like, death-defying or... Whatever you want to... Like, whatever's cool. Like, whatever's death-defying. I would say one of the craziest, or two of the craziest death-defying deals... Um, was there was this I'll get back to you on the name of this waterfall but it was deep in the jungle in Cebu and and we uh, we could barely find it and, and uh, we ended up getting there and we found this lady and she kind of showed us the way to get back into this place and you know it's a good mile hike and uh, we get back there and like oh that's the that's the that's the uh, waterfall, and it starts the waterfall. It's a two-stage waterfall. Crystal blue water. Just stunning stuff you'd see in magazines. It's just, And that's what they're known for, you know, and, and tourists always try to find these hidden waterfalls. And some find them, and some go to, like, Kowasin Falls. Kowasin Falls is amazing. Um, but that's something that, you know, everyone knows about. Well, we went to this one called Montpelier, Ma- 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 and then uh, um, I'll remember this last one I'm talking about right now, but... So we walk in, and we're walking through some shit. And I'm just like, I'm waiting for, like, some black mamba to come out and snap me on the leg, you know, because the wildlife out there is pretty crazy. And um, so we get to the top of this hill, and then we we encroach these woods. Um, and then it's just a big basin, a big hole. And she's like, uh, you know, this girl that took us, you know, she was like 38 and looked like she was like 20. You know, and and great health, like, made us look like shit, you know, walking through this deal. But we get to the top of this rock structure, and she's like, okay, you can jump or you want to crawl down. And I'm like, how deep's the water down there? This is like 15 meters up, which is, you know, 40-something feet, you know. And I'm I'm just like, I'm not ready to just jump to my death right now, you know. (laughs) And uh, 
She's like, it's okay, it's okay, just jump. You know, and I'm like, it's okay. I'm like, shit, dude, no, not right now. You know, like I was like, is there any other way to get down? She's like, yeah, right here, and uh, shows me this little, this little rock ledge, and it looks okay for a second. This thing is like a level five, fucking decline where you're just like, you're completely vertical, hanging on the rocks, gripping with your toes, you know, 40 feet to get down to the basin of this first stage of the waterfall, and I'm just like, if I, I thought, I, you know, I thought, you know, if someone slipped on this shit, it's either death or serious injury, and, uh, but again, it's not commercial, you're in the middle of the, you know, jungle, this is not something, it's not a tourist attraction by many, it's, it's, it's something that we sought out, and that, we, we made that our, our, uh, our goal to be off the grid, you know, do it all by motorcycle, you know, and GPS coordinates and stuff like that. So we found this thing, and it was crazy. Um, I did not jump, um, but I did crawl down this thing because I, I was, she just, like, leaped down it like a lizard, and I'm like, well, that's great. Um, I'm just going to, you know, I, I, you know, my ass was puckering the whole time. I was just, like, so nervous. I haven't done this stuff since, like, gym class, you know, and I didn't even do this <laughs> stuff in gym class. I didn't even do this in the Army. This is actually one of the, the craziest, you know, declines I've ever done in my life. And uh, But I knew that I, I, if I slipped and fell, I'd die, or would it, it would it was not good. There was no, there was nothing there. You know, I couldn't I couldn't get out of it. But so we made it down. Um, we also this German chick that we met in Quassen Falls. That was the first waterfall we went and saw at like 6 a.m. 7 a.m. Um, she wanted to follow us because we had a plan. Um, sounds like a German, right? <laughs> so we, she followed us, and she could ride a motorcycle. She kept up, um, and she was tripping. You know, she's, she did not know what to do, and so she followed me, and I kind of showed her what, where to put what foot and whatever. We get down there. The, the girl that guided us there, she walked, like, pranced right back up to the top and then jumped off the top. And it swam over to us, and it was like, you guys ready? And I'm like, shit, you know, I guess, you know. And so we see a couple more stages of this waterfall, and it's, you know, it's multi-level, two, three levels. Um, they had some they had some carved-in stone type of, um, like a rope. Um, I don't know, you, you would take a rope and you'd rappel down this stone thing just to get down. And it's like, okay, there again, I slip, I'm dead, you know. Um the engineering of this bamboo stair structure and platform. Again, I weigh, you know, a lot more than these people do, and I was just, you know, it was just it was scary. I thought I thought at any point I could have, uh, you know, probably broke something or, or fell. Um, we'll, we'll stop uh, part one here. <laughs> so that's uh, part one of the building episodes. Yeah. Why do you say it's so big again? Was it? Okay. Okay. <laughs>